0: Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, it is Saturday, September 10th, 2022. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, why don't we just get right to it? You know, the price of Bitcoin is currently. Sixty thousand four hundred and fifty Georgian lorries. Yeah, currency code GEL. And the block height is seven five three four five three. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we have a nine hundred and thirty four. Days left. Yes we do. Yes we do. And I am currently bare chested. My gold cross gold chain. Is visible on my neck. And I am uh, currently wearing a. Those um, black swim trunks with. um Green. And blue and uh, orange leaves, almost like a uh, black Hawaiian shirt pattern on the swim trunks. And I uh, am currently also uh, wearing a uh, a straw hat with a. It's got a black. Um, kind of like a like a band it's got like a black band around the hat and it's made out of straw that is the hat is not the band and I am also sipping on a delicious beverage out of a red can yes I am yes I am and there is uh, some uh, white and gold littering on that can And, uh, you know, um, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I am currently sitting on, a, you know, uh, up against, you know, the headboard of the bed It's, um, so, you know, just to give you some background I'm in i I'm in a, you know, something close to a cabin I would say it's like a, almost like a monastic cabin in the mountains of Spain yes it's exactly right you've heard that here and, uh, and I'm in the mountains of Spain in a monastic cabin yes it's very uh, solemn it's uh, I a mean, very stoic and I absolutely love it yes I do yes I do and um, you know uh, you know, this morning, you know, Rioja and I, uh, Rioja is the he's the dog. Uh, you know, we went on a we went on a run. You know, in the in the mountains, yes. You know, we went. You know, we went up and down, side to side. There was a lot of switchbacking. Yes, we did a, a lot of switchbacking. You know in the mountain and uh, you know it's um it's a uh well you know, it's a mountain in spain um and you know, in this part of spain you know it can be a little dry so it's like a like a dry mountain even and it's got quite a bit of elevation but it is dry and you well know, the vegetation is um I mean, it's there. There's definitely vegetation. You know, there's uh, olives, um, uh, you know, grapes, and uh, you know, various other Mediterranean fruit. Um, and uh, and you know, I'm really you know surprised also by the by the irrigation, because you know, when when you're in the mountains and you know, especially you know in Spain. And you know in the Mediterranean basin the cradle of civilization you know water is you know very uh, precious yes it is it is very precious and so you see how the, you know the locals have you know really you know um, taking uh, steps in order to really uh, you know make the most of you know the water so you can see the irrigation system just goes up and down the mountain and there's like you know you know cut into the mountain sides there's different um, um you know let's say um you know like almost like you know think about you know think about those patties you know that you that you think about like in thailand like those rice patties that are cut into the mountain but here it's not rice so you know it's um uh, you know it's cherry tomatoes it's uh, grapes um you know like i said olives so, but these are, you know, there's like patties of them. I don't know if the patties is the right term, but there's like little, um, you know, parcels, you know, up and down the mountain and, you know, the irrigation has been, you know, the water. And I mean, this goes back millennia. I mean, this is, you know, the Romans were masters of this, the aqueduct. This is what really this was part of the greatness of Rome was the ability to, to you know move water vast distances this is one of the great you know inventions or i don't know if the romans invented it but they mastered it that is true they definitely mastered the aqueduct um who invented it i don't know but they mastered the aqueduct um and that is you know and, and that was a huge part of the success and the flourishing of the roman empire um right because they could they knew they had the mastery of the skills that you know, they, they found water in one location, but they were able not only, you know, to use it in that location, but to move it vast distances, vast distances. I mean, we're talking about literally miles and miles or, so of course, in Europe would be, you know, you know, kilometers and kilometers. And, you know, that was a series of aqueducts and that would irrigate, you know, the land because, you know, every aqueduct, you know, they would, they would branch off irrigate the land in order to you know to grow food and it'll make a livable um, and you know you still see you see those ancient uh, I mean you know some of those ancient aqueducts are actually still in use if you you know Sevilla in Spain is is, is famous for it's still you know uh, pretty sure at least working aqueduct if I'm not mistaken I know I've been there a long time ago I'm, I'm definitely going to go back at some point but um, I remember there's there's a the massive aqueduct there Um, that's like in, you know, really good condition, but, you know, here in the mountains of Spain, um, you see that, you know, you see the ruins of some aqueducts and, but you've also see like the, you know, the modern day kind of aqueducts, you know, like little pipes and kind of like, um you know uh, jerry-rigged aqueducts here and there but you know they do the you know they do the job they do the trick they move water you know to different parts of the mountain and they're always flowing Uh, it's amazing i mean it it's and it's summer right now in spain and as you know there's been a you know quite a bit of a heat wave over the uh, across the globe and but it's specifically also in europe has had a, a very very hot summer uh summer of 2022 in europe has been uh i think it's broken almost all the records uh, at least it's it's you know made records, you know in the last at least 30 years. Even though I think it's way more than that. Um, point being that you know these uh, you know like Jerry rigged aqueducts were were working this morning. Um, you know when uh, Rioja and I went for our run. Um, so you know it was great because we could just stop here and there. And they're all you know. Um, uh, is that uh, what's it called? Um, uh, potable, uh, potable water, meaning that, you, you know, it's uh, safe to drink potable water. Um, so, um, of course, I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, absolutely, you know, as fresh as it gets. Um, so, you know, we stopped here and there, it's getting hot out, you know, on our run, we but you know, luckily up and down the mountain, you have all this, you know, water flowing. And so it was fantastic, absolutely Fantastic. And you know I did manage to get some burpees in you know at this, in the side of the mountain. You know now. why not? let the thing about burpees. You can do them anywhere. It's absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. Burpees are incredible. You can literally do them anywhere. Um, that's where they beat pull-ups. I mean I love pull-ups. Nobody loves pull-ups more than me. But burpees, you can literally do them anywhere. You just you know right here. That seems good. You got a little shade. Always look for shade if you're in the you know the. In this kind of heat at least, you gotta have some shade because it it's really hot out. Um, so you know, but I stop, you know, just some burpees, boom, let's go ho. And point being, you know, what's the point for nine six five? Well, this is the point. Point is, you know, the mountains are, you know, really nice because of course, you know, during the day in the summer, you know, it gets real hot, but at night, you know, it cools down. It's absolutely fantastic. And of course, you know, being in kind of like a you know this small cabin almost like a you know like a small should we say cell hello hello yeah what about that Uh um point being is you know you can really meditate on life and you know the things that seem yes and the things that are of course this is where you know you can really focus in on on you know the reality or the unreality of things. Yes. Uh, by the way, um, a few things that more I wanted to make sure that I covered here in one second. Oh God, that's good. Um, it's nice and cold, baby. Oh yeah. Um, you know, one of those things that I definitely wanted to cover. Oh yeah, was this remember uh I think it was yeah yesterday you know I told you we were, we were going to get a, a Peugeot you know the French automaker and you know it turned out you know there was um uh, there was some kind of thing that you know that happened there and you know um, I think it actually worked out for the for the you know the best was that you know uh, they didn't have any Peugeots but we ended up going with an Opel you know, what about that an Opel German automaker. Yeah, so we ended up going with a German automaker. And the old panel, it was like a, it was a small uh, SUV. That's what it was, a small SUV. Um, uh, by American standards, definitely a small SUV. Um, as you know, American uh, SUVs are, they're massive um, compared to the rest of the world. Um, so uh, by American standards, definitely a small SUV. Though most um, uh, vehicles in Europe are, you know, very small compared to uh, um, American um, uh, vehicles. But that's just because Europe is uh, it's much more compact, is it not? It's a whole different thing. Um, doesn't have anything to do with the quality of the vehicles. Absolutely not. The quality of the vehicles, actually, you can make the argument that the quality of the vehicles in Europe, um, for the most part, are is much higher, much higher. We'd have to do some, uh, you know, really research into the data of, you know, how many Uh, vehicles break down in europe versus breaking down in uh the u.s um but you know my gut my gut says that uh that european uh you know overall european vehicles break down less than um than uh you know vehicles made in the u.s of a that's just you know i'm just going off my gut there could be completely off there but uh all i do know is that they i mean they're they're good vehicles Point being, we went with an Opel. Um, uh, you know, it's a fantastic it did the job. You know, uh, you know, standard. Uh, yep, uh, standard transmission, and um, you know, uh, you know, made it up through the you know the different uh, switchbacks of the. know through the mountains i made it up with no issue no no issue and had six gears actually six gears on a, a small suv pretty cool uh also though it was interesting um is that they had a there's a sensor uh even though it's a standard transmission uh it's got a there's a sensor that tells you if you're in the appropriate gear um you know for uh you know it's kind of like that's kind of annoying to you know to be really honest uh it's kind of annoying that it tells you it's like uh well you know what sometimes you just want to override you know the computer there right because the computer's like no you know right now that you you should be in third gear like this this calls for third gear and you're like well no i don't want to be in third gear right now for whatever reasons i mean you can envision different scenarios that you might want to override the computer there it's just so that's a little annoying they just you know it kind of uh you know just keeps telling you like yeah no you gotta switch gears here so that's good and bad right um so if you're you know a novice uh you know that definitely helps you know you know teach you what gear you should be in but then when you get into expert level you want to be able to you know uh sometimes you know the human knows you know what gear you know for different situations right there's different situations the human has to override the computer and that you know so that can be a little annoying, uh, but you know it is what it is. It's a, you know European. You know it's just it's a different thing. Um, uh, and one more thing I will say about that: there's also a sensor of you know having your hand on the wheel, which was interesting. Um, if for whatever reason, and um, you know your your hands leave the wheel, um, it uh, it tells you. It tells you um, that, you know, there, there's something going on here. You know, both hands need to be on the wheel, which is wild. Um, so that's just something to, to remember here. Um, so, uh, and like, like I said, that's good and bad as well. Uh, but, you know, that's um, that's what, uh, you know, what we're dealing with here. But, so I wanted to get to that for sure. So we're going with Opel. Uh, was that was actually my first time in an opel, and you know, pretty solid, not gonna lie, pretty solid. Um, and uh, we'll see eventually, you know, if I get to really, you know, dive into Peugeot, but at the moment, nope, uh, it was uh, an opel, and like I said, pretty solid. I, I kind of enjoyed it, um, but we'll see, anyways, we do have to get to the news here for a second. From CNBC, King Charles proclaimed Britain's monarch at historic ceremony. From Reuters, uh, Ukraine troops raise flag over railway hub as advanced threatens to turn to rout. Oh, my God. From Reuters, North Korea makes nuclear weapons policy irreversible. From CBS News, UN team calls for safe zone around Ukraine nuclear plant. And, you know, it just keeps going after that. But that's enough of that. So, you know, last things here before you know, we call it a day here is that, you know, on the mountain, you know, being on the mountain... You know, kind of being you know, you know, kind of, you know, like apart from civilization, while at the same time you know, you know, obviously being connected to it, you know, through Wi-Fi, of course, which is you know, fantastic. But you know, at the same time being you know, kind of distance, it makes you think about these things about the you know the state of the world and you know your place in it or our place in it, and you know what is there to you know, really hold on to in these times where everything seems to be shifting very quickly, is it not? Um, and, you know, I guess in the end, you know, we just have to, you know, again, you just go with our guts. It's really, you know, all we can, uh, you know, really, you know, know for certain, right, is, you know, what we feel is the appropriate course of action in a given situation or, you know, in uh in a broader sense okay and you know at the same you know time you know the mountain you know with all of its history and, and all of its you know silence there's a lot of silence on the mountain yes not that's a lot of silence filled with uh, secrets and uh meaning Yes, you know, and on then especially you know these uh you know the these mountains here in Europe have been filled with uh, a lot of history a lot of uh, you know violence bloodshed and uh, you know there's just uh, there's a lot to, to ponder over and a lot to uh, meditate on. And also, of course, one must always, you know, meditate on the divine. Yes, and the mountain is, uh, you know, has been a uh, a source, you know, for those, you know, wanting to, you know, you know, perhaps, you know, you know, get closer to the divine for millennia. The mountain has always been, you know. Uh, a place of a sanctuary of divinity and not only in Europe of course but you know mountains across the globe are always known as you know sacred places in all kinds of uh, religions you can uh, you know do that your own research if you want to dive into that but of course you know the Himalayans uh, you know the Andes um, you know the Rocky Mountains uh, the Blue Mountains, uh, and of course in Spain, you, got, you know the Pyrenees, you know, and the Sierra Nevada, and you know the Alps, and you know the list goes on and on. I mean, you know, all the mountains in Africa, you know, the different volcanoes, in Oceania, and uh, you know the the list goes on and on. Um, but they are sacred places for the, you know, the local, the local traditions in all of these different places are filled, absolutely filled with, um, you know, stories, mythologies about, you know, what happens on the mountain. The mountain is home to, uh, you know, to divine spirits, to uh, sometimes um, evil spirits, too. Yes, yes. You know all these stories, you know, come down through you know through oral tradition, and of course sometimes written down, and you know we get uh, little snippets here and there, and it's it's a it's good to you know to go back to those local places and you know hear those those stories there, and remember that you know even though we are in of course an age of technology, an age of Wi-Fi, which is you know the you know, the 21st century and all these things, of course, you know, these ancient traditions still exist. And so now, you know, we have this blending of the two, you know, this merging that we've been, you know, talking about him. And, you know, what, you know, what do we carry forward, in, you know, into the, uh, into the future? What of the past remains? Even, Sometimes these things remain without us knowing about them until we do hear them, right? I mean, you know, these traditions just pass along somehow. You know, somehow they just keep, you know, uh, keep going. These, uh, you know, these stories, these myths, even though we may don't, you know, not really care about them or we don't really have any kind of, uh, you know, um, relationship with these stories, though they still keep going. So it's like, oh, look at that, you know, it's still there. It's still there, these stories, this ancient feeling, you know, this ancient vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe. And, uh, you know, that's what we're dealing with here on the mountain, you know. And I'm just here to, you know, go deeper into the mystery and just, you know, to keep, you know, piercing the veil and, uh, you know, with that, you know, um, um, I think I'm going to go, you know, take a dip in the pool here. And, you know, uh, you know, I think I'm going to be, you know, uh, I might have some uh, some rabbit later. might have some rabbit on the grill. Yeah. So with that, you know, I hope you have just a fantastic uh, Saturday, and you know, wherever you are. And meditate on these uh, on these things and everything else, but specifically on these ancient stories and traditions that you know surround us, even though we may at times obscure them, or technology may obscure them. But you just have to take a step back, and uh, you know uh, you know go inward, while at the same time going outward into the you know, the local traditions, you know, the local history wherever you are, and with that.